Good evening, everybody. This is Stephen Orpis, the host of the Field of Dreams business podcast. Very excited to report to you tonight. We have episode number 28 with a dear friend of mine. She's an East Texas native. She was driving a forklift for 27 years, and now she's the director and founder of the Lifestyle Lash Academy for the last three years and went after her Field of Dreams. Her name is Lucretia Stewart, and I'm so honored and blessed to have her on my show tonight and release her journey of getting to her field of dreams. So let's go ahead and bring Lucretia on. Lucretia, good evening, how you doing? Hello, how are you? I'm doing excellent, thank you for uh, for coming on tonight. We're so grateful and blessed to have you. And I love your background, hello gorgeous. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Starting off the positive vibe, which I appreciate. Um, <laughs> So just, just an honor uh, to have you on tonight. We're excited to hear your journey, and uh, I know my Field of Dreams fans are. Um, Lucretia, let's get right into it. Tell us uh, tell us one thing that is unique about you that nobody would know from seeing you or knowing you that uh, to, to my audience. What is something that someone doesn't know about me? I would say from, from seeing me and from knowing me is that I am – somewhat of an introvert. <laughs> yeah. People wouldn't think so because, you know, I do talk, but when I am at an event, until I do get to, I mean, I'm, I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous. I'll smile. And maybe I guess, cause my smile is warm and welcoming. <laughs> People will come to me, but for the most part, I am an introvert and I love being at home alone and I don't go anywhere on Friday nights. Okay. Nowhere. That's pretty unique. I like that. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, from seeing you live, you know, you give off a positive glow, which um, is so opposite of that. So that's pretty funny. Um, yeah. So we appreciate your honesty on that because I think all of us are, we could be extreme extroverts, but we could also be introverts as well. Yes. So really cool. Um, so yeah, let's, let's dive in. Tell us, um, tell us a little bit more about uh, Lifestyle Lash Academy and what you're doing now and um, how we can support you. So Lifestyle Lash Academy is a lash academy here in East Texas. And what it is, it, um, it is geared strictly towards lash education. For the most part, um, a lot of people, they take the eyelash, they take cosmetology or esthetician to become a lash tech. Well, now in the state of Texas and, and now also in Tennessee, you can take the 320 hour course just to become a licensed lash tech. And I've been doing this. I've been lashing since 2017. It was not easy. I noticed that a lot of people in this area, they were going to like Dallas and some of the bigger cities to take trainings. And they didn't know that they had to have a license because the trainer was not telling them that they had to have a license. Mm -hmm. So they would come back here and they would try to get a job to go to work and no salon would hire them because they're like, you can't work with their certificate. And, you know, where did you get that? So I saw a need. And even though I was working a full time job at a warehouse, the educational part of this, it was my passion. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do things in the beauty industry. Um, I'd always wanted to leave my job. I didn't know how I was going to do it, yeah. but um, I did. I, I always wanted to leave. And once I found my, my niche in lashing, um, which was the educational part of it and showing people how to do this technique you know, the right way. Um, I was like, I, I think I can do this. And I worked until I could not work 
anymore until I had to make a decision. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's that's inspiring because I think a lot of us are get stuck in that position where we want to jump and go to our dreams, but we're stuck. Yes. We're stuck yeah. in all a, a job. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's an honor that you're able to get out of that and get into something that you're passionate about. And I know you have ten years of freelance experience. You're mm -hmm. a makeup artist, beauty educator, uh, yes. lash tech. Tell us more about the makeup artist side and. It seems like you have a really creative side as well. So with the makeup, it started in high school uh, with prom. I would do everybody's makeup for prom. I do everybody's makeup for prom, senior pictures. Um, I just love the beauty side of that. And then, you know, there was this new makeup that was coming out and I would always use my, my allowance to go and get this new makeup. And back then that makeup was 83 cents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was 83 and the most expensive one i think it may have been maybe eight dollars for me to get so yeah i'm telling my age <laughs> but but yes i would always use my allowance to get that makeup and then as i got older um people started asking me to do makeup for their birthdays for weddings and i'm like okay maybe i can just do this to you know for a living well, for a side hustle, put it like that. So I continued to do it throughout the years. And fast forward to 2019, I was selected to do Miss America. Um, Nia Franklin, I was selected to do her makeup for an event here in East Texas. Wow. That's yes. So I was able to do her makeup. I also uh, was able to travel to Louisiana with another uh, makeup artist. She's a celebrity makeup artist. I was able to travel to Louisiana with her to the Essence Festival. And we actually did makeup for Beyonce's mother. Yeah. Um, for, yes, we, we didn't do her makeup, but we did her hostess's makeup for, for her brunch. So cool. I've been around some, some pretty um, inspiring people, the people that inspired me to do you know, even more. And as I came back you know, home to East Texas, you know, I was inspiring others to, you know, to, to get more on their game. For sure. And uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more about, you know, growing up here in Texas and finding your way back. And Ooh, uh, so, I know you want to make a difference, which um, inspires me. Yes. So I was born, I was the old, I'm the oldest of eight children, 15 grandchildren. Well, I was my mom and dad's only child together. And I was my dad's only child, period. Um my my mother was 14 and my dad was 17 when I was born. Um, by the time they were probably in their mid 20s, um, both of them were full blown drug addicts. So I was raised by my grandmother. Um, my father's side of the family, I kept in touch with them. They would come and get you know me and my sister and we'd go visit with them. So I'm still really close with my cousins and my aunts um, on on my dad's side. But I was, you know, prominently raised by by my mother's side. Um, I just always knew that growing up, I knew I wanted more. Mm -hmm. I never knew that we were really poor until I got older because everybody always came to our house to eat on Sundays. Um, we always we always had what what we what we needed. Yeah. You know, maybe not everything that we wanted, but we always had what we needed. But I always knew that I wanted more. And I just knew that I wanted to make, you know, my family proud. And I wanted to be the one to be able to break all these, you know, generation, generational wealth curses. Yep. And I, I hope I am making them proud. Um, my mother was murdered at the age of 39. Mm -hmm. And my dad died 
at 43, exactly five months to the day that my mom died. So I lost both my parents the same year, five months apart. And we had to help, you know, care for our younger sisters and brothers. Uh, My grandmother, she was still living. So, you know, she took some of my sisters and then one of my aunts, she took another sister and my uncle, he took, you know, my brothers. But even though they were all in separate houses, um, they were all still very close because we were right there. Equipment is like 30 minutes from where my hometown of Mineola was. So we were still, you know, we were still all, of course I was grown and I lived about an hour away, but I would still always go home and visit. Well, once my grandmother died about a year and a half later, um, two of our sisters, they went to stay with a sister that was younger than me. And then they came to stay with me where they finished out high school. So we all kind of had a hand. I have a sister that's a year, a year and a half younger than I am. So we're two, the oldest. So we both kind of had a hand in helping to raise them. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say you have a nurturing, you know, way about you uh, since day one that I met you. So I was curious how that kind of played in into your backstory, yeah. which is powerful. So thank you for sharing that. Thank um, you. What is it about? I know you said you have you have some courses coming up, uh, an eyelash extension specialty course and an esthetician course. So tell us a yeah. little bit more about the education and if people are interested in, in beauty, what is uh, how do they get into the industry? How do they register for these courses? So the eyelash extension specialty course, uh, we have a link on our website that you can uh, send in a pre-registration form and then we'll call you for an interview and a tour uh, of our facility and the elite lash convention, the elite lash convention. Now that is a, I'm sorry, you said the esthetician. We'll get to the convention later. So the esthetician course, the the esthetician course, now that is the 750 hour course. And what that includes, it's the facials and it's the waxing. It's more so of the skin. So we'll have that course coming up around, hopefully around April or May, we'll have that course coming up soon. Um, Now the Elite Lash Convention, that is a convention that is geared towards lash techs, but anybody in the beauty industry and anybody that owns a business, they can attend because the nuggets and the information that's gonna be given out and the vendors are going to be, I mean, it's for everybody. It yeah. is, it, it, it's for everybody. So although we'll have many training sessions, it's a two day event, but it's more so on the business side. And I've been okay. to several of these events, but how I put this one together was everything that I didn't get from those conventions that I wanted to, I'm putting them, I'm putting those topics at mine. Wow. Okay. Yes. And I know you said uh, the, the convention's here in Tyler, Texas, right? Where it is. It is. Okay. It's going to be here in Tyler, Texas at the Holiday Inn. That's going to be our host hotel. Um, we've okay. already put, you know, the final touches on everything. And we're just we're just ready for the for the vendors and the sponsors and speakers. I do have five speakers um, okay. and only one of them lives in. No, two of them live in Texas. So we have one in Dallas. We have one in San Antonio. One is coming from Arizona. We have another one that's coming from Washington. And we have another one that's coming from Utah. Ooh, okay. So, yes, this is going to be pretty, yes, it's going to be pretty amazing. Okay. And uh, you said that's this summer? That is this summer. It's June the 8th and 9th. Um, And if anyone would like to um, know more about it, they can send us an an email at EliteLashConvention at gmail.com or go on the website and fill out a contact form. Fantastic. Cool. We'll make sure we share that. And um, after the show, I'll make sure I put a link uh, to the Elite Lash Convention. Um, okay. 
so yeah, that's amazing. Um, that's going to be a, a great field. And you know, I was, I, I was, my ex-wife was in the beauty industry, so I really, okay. understand it. I appreciate it. Um, yes. I know how much you women care about your looks, drive, and your. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I know how important it is. And um, how do you get us men excited about lashes and waxing and? That, that'll be another day conversation, I think. <laughs> we'll, we'll get y'all excited about facials. That's right. All right, good. Yes. I went, to, I, went, I went to college on Long Island, so I went to school with all the guidos. So <laughs> I could speak to that uh, for sure. So tell us, uh, Lucretia, also what, what I really admire about you is, is your giving back uh, heart, your giving heart, your serving heart. I know you're a proven leader, innovator in the industry. Tell us more about the Texas Beauty Industry Foundation. It's a 501c3. Uh, what do you do? Where do you do it? Yes. How can we help? So that kind of, it, it, it stemmed from, even though our course is less than a third of the cost of what it um, costs to go to an esthetician or a cosmetology program, it's still out of reach for some. Yeah. And you have some ladies that they, they can't, they can't afford $5,000, yeah. you know, and the class has to be paid for before oh. they can finish, you know, school. So what I did was I created this, I did this foundation for women who they want to join, but they don't have the funds. Mm -hmm. So once we get, you know, our sponsors and everything rolling in, we'll be able to start dishing some of those funds out. But also the funds are, um, the funds are for anyone ages 17. You have to be at least 17. 17 yeah. and, and older and they, they will have to write an essay. So, you know, and, and somebody can also, you know, nominate them to get some funds. Uh, we'll just need to know a little bit more about, about their background. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And uh, do you do events? Do you do anything of that nature around it or is it just me? So we, ha we haven't yet, but okay. uh, most of the proceeds from the elite lash convention is also going to go to the Texas beauty industry foundation. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, and I would say, you know, if you can get those events going, that could, you know, throw on some, you know, let some let some businesses help, you know, and donate some, yes. some money to your organization. I'd be more than happy to get involved. You keep me updated on that. But um, I love how you're, I call it packaging your past. So you're using all your experiences and you're, you're paying it forward. So thank yeah. you for what you're doing with that. That's exciting. Thank uh, you. Tell us more about the rules and laws in each state and uh, tell us, why why your career is a good career for individuals if they're you know maybe they're lost and they're looking for something steady and something where they can grow in and, and, and excel in in their life tell us a little bit more about that so the rules and laws are different um in each state there are a few states that have no regulations at all those are the states that i've kind of within the next year i want to tap into as far as going to maybe trying to do some trainings um all because I have a passion for this. And some people, if if you're not taught by a licensed professional, to me, it's kind of like the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I kind of want to be a part of of changing that. So um, I don't, what was your question? My, my mind kind of. Yeah, no, just the, the, the laws and regulations, how oh, it plays, so yes. how it so plays here, into what you're doing. Yep. So, yes. So here in Texas, the um, here in Texas, the laws are you have to be a cosmetologist or you have to be an esthetician. If you're not either one of those, you have to take this course. You have to be at least 17 years old in this state. They just changed the law. You do not have to have a high school diploma 
or um, or a, a college or a college degree to to get in this class. And I think that's pretty good because you may have somebody that was, you know, they may have dropped out of school, but they're very successful now. Um, you may have somebody that is, I've had nurses that have stopped nursing just to come here because they love the beauty industry so much. We had a nurse that had been nursing for 31 years and yeah. she decided after COVID to give it up. And she just she needed something else. And she loved the beauty industry. She loved working with her hands and she was very good at art. So that makes it easier for someone that that comes here for them to be able to work with to be able to work with the tools. OK, <clears throat> no, that makes sense. And uh, tell us about, you know, leaving your job, jumping into into this. What was your what was your mind? I call it a mindset moment or mind, mindset shift that. You just said, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to go after my dreams and I want to do more with my life. I remember you telling me when I met you at the conference, you had a few dollars in your account and you, you made the jump. Yes. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but I, I just, that's so <laughs> inspiring because a lot of us entrepreneurs have that moment. I had that moment. It was yes. A few dollars left in the account and I wanted to go back to doing what I was meant to do and, and what my purpose was. So tell us about, yes. about you. So I was driving, I was driving one day and I was at a stop sign and I kind of peeked over while well, I was at a red light and I kind of peeked over at my schedule and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going to be able to work after Friday. Like I could take my vacation time, but I'm not going to be able to come back to work after Friday. I'm just, I'm not going to be able to do it. I had been working overnight for two years. I had been lashing during the day, trying to get this school open. I actually hired a cosmetology instructor and she was going to run the school, but I knew I needed to kind of be there. Yeah. So I kept driving. And when I got to the next, to my destination, I heard the words, it's time. Mm. I already knew what that meant. So I called 10 minutes before the office was to close, administration office was to close. And I told them, that I was going to have to put in for my retirement. That I had the years, but I didn't have the age. So when I went in to work that night, it was on a Wednesday night, and I walked in the office, and I was like, "Friday's my last day." And he was like, "Where did this come from?" Yeah, yeah. So he kind of knew. My supervisor kind of knew a little bit about what was going on with me, and you know what I was doing on the on the side. And he was like, "So you're really doing that well?" I'm like, "Look, I've." I've opened a school. I said, and I'm, I said, with my schedule coming up with meetings, I have like, I'm not, it's either I'm going to be up all day and not get any sleep and oh. then come work and still not get any sleep. Oh. I said, I'm, I, I have to make a decision. Yeah. And I went in on a Wednesday night and I put in a two day notice. Wow. I had in my personal account, <laughs> I had $26 and 32 cents. Yeah. I had money for the school. But I'm like, okay, I got to make something happen. Yep. My first class, I had five. After my first class, I had anywhere from 14 to 17 in each class. Let's go. So oh. after all the, you know, after all the, you know, extensions and, hey, can I, you know, pay my car note a little late? Can I, can I do this? Can I do that? After all the extensions and yep. all that jazz, I, I, I never lost anything. Nothing was ever cut off. Oh. So if I was to tell somebody that is worried about money, don't, mm. don't, 
do do not worry about money. Um, if it's something that you love, if it's something that you have a passion for, um, if it's something that you would do for free, even though we don't want to do anything for free, but if it's something that you would do for free, just don't wait until the time is right or the perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect time mm -hmm. ever. And I always say there's a difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur. Yes. A business owner is going to come in and they're going to run their business. They've got people helping them out. An entrepreneur, we're going to take risks. We're going to run our business. We're going to go out. We're going to work in the business and on the business until we can't do the end of business anymore. Yeah. So, so yes, it's, it's, it's been challenging. It, there's, I've had my highs, I've had my lows. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I, I wouldn't regret it. Amen. And uh, I love that story because uh, I feel like all of us entrepreneurs, when our back is against the wall, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we usually get a, like you said, you, you had that voice. I had that voice, you know, with God talking to me and um, mm -hmm. I was in the same boat with the money. So just uh, it's so important to go after your dream, you feel the dreams. And that's why we're on this podcast right now. Yes. And uh, it's just so, so amazing to see what you have done, what you're continuing to do. And I'm just looking forward to watching you and how many lives you're going to impact in this industry, which is, you know, can, can change, change the future of a lot of people's lives that are stuck. You know, I call it stuck in the mud. They just yes. don't, don't know where to go. And then mm -hmm. they have bigger aspirations to their life. And um, I love what you just said, just take the jump and, and go after your dreams. And that's the reason I changed the name of the school to Lifestyle Lash Academy is because some of the students that were getting licensed, they were coming back and they were, you know, telling us, you know, how lashing has changed their life, how they were able to do what they wanted to do with, you know, making the money that they can make. Yeah. And so it just came to me one day and I'm like, you know what, because I, I, I always wanted to change it. Backstory on the name of it. We started out as Lash Studio 214 Beauty and Training Academy. Long name. Yeah. It was it was an extension of my last studio. So my last studio, how I named it last studio 214 was because I was in a suite and the suite number was 214. And I'm like, yeah, last studio 214. Yeah. Well, once I got the school open, I was like, what am I going to I need for it to be something unique? I couldn't think of anything and I knew I needed to to get me a name for it. And so I'm like, well, I'll just make it an extension of the Lash Studio because I've always wanted a non-traditional cosmetology school. So I'll just name it Lash Studio Beauty and Lash Studio 214 Beauty and Training Academy. Well, of course, you know, that's it's long and I didn't want to just change it to anything. I needed for some I needed to have my aha moment. I needed for something yep. to hit. And so when after we got after I was listening to, you know, students come back and you know, just tell us how it's changed your life. And I don't know, it was on a Sunday. I was doing something at home and it just came to me, Lifestyle Lash Academy. And then the next day I went and got the paperwork started to to get the name changed. And, oh, I and I enjoy it because for one, this is where experience meets education. We yep. we take the students on a on a major field trip to Dallas and we I introduce them to some industry greats. And I'm like, hey, when y'all get there, do not just buy supplies and stand there, talk to them, ask them questions. Like you really don't know who you have standing in front of you. Yeah. And one of our main ones is um, Eyelash Barbies and Glad Girl. Okay. They've always been so supportive of us, so supportive. Um, they have, you know, snacks there for the girls. You know, they talk to them, they give them wow. discounts. So we, when they go there, they, they really treat us really well. That's really cool. Yeah, I love, I love the, 
the next generation and setting them up for for success. So yes, and I love you said experience meets education, uh, education and yes. that's that's a big piece because I, I I deal with that in construction and, and mm -hmm. business coaching and I don't care what industry you're in it can um, it should be able to 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 do both. So yes, uh, excellent. Just fixing my camera here, but we can keep okay. talking. Yes. Yes, I, I I love that side of it, the the experience, because like I tell them, um, we give a lot of value in this in this class. Um, not only do we do we take them on, you know, field trips, we also teach them um, mm -hmm. another method of lashing, which is this class is supposed to get them their license. So we teach them classics, gets them their license. The hybrid and volume technique is what makes them their money. So uh -huh. we also touch on that once they get the basics down, we touch on that and we make sure that they know how to do at least two out of three of those sets before they leave here. Cool. At least at least classic and, and hybrid. We, we make sure that, that they know how to do that when they leave here. Excellent. And what's the next step after they, they do that field trip with you? What do you do with them? So we'll, we come back and after we, we finish out, um, that next week is usually state board week. So we practice for a whole week getting them prepared for state board. Okay. Um, out of the 140 students that have came here, um, most of the ones that have went and taken their test, I, I've only had two fail the first time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, is it multiple choice? How do they do it? What type so of with, well, with the written, it's multiple choice. And with practical, it's just their steps of, you know, making sure they're not cross-contaminating, making sure that they know how to do the process, making sure that they know how to set up their workstation and clean and making sure they know how to do a blood exposure incident and clean up, you know, at the end. Gotcha. Okay. And what, uh, who is your biggest mentor, Lucretia, in your career up to this point? Who has been the biggest influence? The biggest influence in my career has been a young lady in Chicago. Her name is Portia Smith. And she is a lash tech. She started lashing when she was 23. And she stopped lashing at the age of 30. And she started, you know, doing her trainings. And she also um, she also opened up a second salon and she hired other lash techs. I, and I met her on Instagram. Wow. And I just started, I just kind of started, you know, following her and I reached out to her and after I reached out to her and she contacted me back, she did a training for me. Um, I was actually able to go visit her uh, once before when I was just having some trouble. I was having some off days. My sets were not, you know, turning out the way I wanted them to. And I actually took a day trip to Chicago to see her. I got there at nine. I spent the whole day with her and I left at five. Wow. And I came, and I came back home. <laughs> Yes. You must have got a full day of uh, training and experience there. I did. Sure. I did. I, and, and with my schedule, I knew I couldn't stay a couple of days. Yeah. So I'm like, look, I'm just going to take this day trip and, yeah. and I'm going to go up there and I'm going to see her and spend the whole day with her. And and I and it was so good. It was. She, she really, she talked to me. She knew that I was just kind of frustrated. And I'm like, I traveled all the way up here to talk to you and see you <laughs> and, yeah. and see you lash. And for you to kind of help me out and give me some more tips and tricks, you know, just because I was frustrated. Mm -hmm. But so, you know, for me to travel from Texas to Chicago, 
she had to be, you know, pretty impactful. And I can still call her today and ask her some questions if I needed to. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, I love those type of relationships. And I mean, I give you kudos too for taking that next step and not giving up and actually getting yourself around the right people. I'm big on environments. Yeah. So I think just you being there in her presence, you know, maybe not even answering every single question, but just being yes. there, feeling the vibes, getting re-energized. Yes. Yes. Something about changing your environment with the right people. Yes. There's other ladies too, and there's other people too, but she's she's the main one that sticks out to me. Okay. And then I would say, what's your goals for the future? What, what are you looking to where are you looking to take this ship? I mean, I know I know you got big aspirations, big goals. Yes. Uh tell us a little bit, you know, where you want to go. So I'm looking to possibly open up a school in Tennessee. Um uh, okay. Texas was the only state that had this program. Tennessee now has it. Um, as far as I know, there's no freestanding lash schools. They have the lash program in cosmetology schools. So I'm looking to go and maybe open a standalone lash academy or maybe to even assist, you know, some people who want to open up a lash school. Um, I'm also launching. You're the first person that I'm telling. So I'm also launching um, a lash instructor course on February the 1st. Okay. So I'm going to announce it Monday on my social medias. Um, but for them, yes, you're the first person I'm telling, but I'm, I'm launching my lash instructor course on, um, on February the 1st. And a lot of people think that it's, you know, it should be the, around the same as cosmetology. The lash industry teaching this specialty course it's a whole different ball game. It's it's a whole different ball game. And for those that were cosmetologists that that are now coming or estheticians that are coming over into the lash world to actually teach the licensing part of it, they come back and they tell me they were like, you were right, because what they were used to was just trainings, and yeah. training trainings only go through a little bit of what we go through because they're already licensed. Mm. Well, this class, it's for them to get a license. So, so yes. So once they get over here, they see that it is totally, totally different. Was there a cost involved for your February 1st class? Was there a cost involved or how do people register? So, yes. So how you can register for the class is you can go on our website um, right now. Now, we are transferring to a new website, but right now our old one is still up. It's ls214bta.com. And the total investment is $49.99. So $39.99 of it is tuition. And the $9.99, that goes towards your, your book, your kit, um, your seat in SEMA, because we have we have to do online. Um, it also goes for your field trip fee. It goes because we have to get a bus, we have to get a driver, and we have to pay for gas, of course. Um, we also have a graduation. Um, we also have, uh, it's for state permit fees and their state exam fees. So what we do is we actually reimburse them that after they take their written and practical exam, we reimburse them those fees. Mm. That's amazing. Ah, that's such a great program. So lashing 2024 guys, make sure you get on yes. it, connect with Lucretia, uh, for this. Lucretia, what was one of your biggest successes doesn't have to be a revenue goal. It could just be a personal goal uh, in your business. What was something that really stands out to you when you just kind of took a deep breath and 
was grateful for the opportunity or, or for the success that you had? Let's see. One of one of the biggest successes, it was a young lady that she had no high school diploma. Um, she she went back and she got her GED, but she was also she had also come from a, a bad place, a, a bad marriage, um, just drug drug addiction. She ended up turning her life around. She started out volunteering for us. She joined the class. She graduated. And now she's getting ready to start working at a salon within probably the next month. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and to, to hear from, you know, without going into a lot of detail, but to hear her tell me her story and how everything transpired, she is one that people would probably have given up on or mm. have said she wasn't going to make it. She wasn't going to make it. Um, one of the other biggest successes that I had that I never thought I would see, it was a $31,000 month. Mm. Oh, man. That's so, incredible. Wow. That was, that was a wow moment for me, too. Yeah. Yeah. So right then and there, it just shows that you know, it's a, it's a lucrative industry and it is you really set up your family. You could set up your future and you could, uh, you know, you could be part of the, the 1% success stories. Um, but it's time and it takes practice and it takes sacrifice. And that's yeah. what we tell the ladies when we're like, it's not just going to come to you. Um, the girls that leave here and they go out and they're successful there, they put in the time, they put in the sacrifice and some of them are making anywhere from 11 to 1800 a week. Mm. And in one yes, in, in in one week, and I'm like, you know, you could you could pay for you know insurance. Some people are worried about benefits, you know, at a job, and I'm like, y'all know that they do have benefits for entrepreneurs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like you 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 can't, and with the money that you make, you will be able to afford it. You do know that, don't you? Yep. So you know, I just have to, you know, I just have to let them know that um that they can you you can make this whatever it is that that you want to make out of it you can do your trainings you can do once you get comfortable enough you can do trainings you can do um you can sell you can upsell you can sell aftercare kits you can sell products you can sell um ebooks you know digital products and you can do your services so mm -hmm. you can make you can have five or six different streams of income from this one thing yeah i love what you just said the one thing you know focus yeah. focus on uh focus on uh, stay focused on one thing until you achieve yes. you know yeah so i yes. love what you said about that because i think too many people and, and i've been there you start taking on too many things and it drags you away from the the main the main thing that you're trying to achieve and yes you end up being a half type of person in every arena and right 100 all in in one one area so yes. that's a great point so tell us uh lucretia before we get off here what would be your biggest advice to a new entrepreneur that's maybe just starting out or um, give us some inspiration for the future here? Do not let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do. Don't take any type of constructive criticism from somebody who's never constructed anything. Hmm. Don't, don't do that. The, the naysayers, negativity, stay away from it. Yeah. Stay stay away from it. 
And I would say it takes money to make money, yep. but don't chase money. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, let it come to you. Let it what? I didn't hear you. Let it let it come to you. Let it come to you. Yes. Yep. That was something I learned myself. Very good. And then uh, last piece here, where can people find you? How can they connect with you? I know you're on social media. Where do you want yes. people to find you? They can find me on my personal page, Lucretia Stewart, or okay. they can find me on Instagram, lash underscore artisan underscore. Um, on Instagram, Lifestyle Lash Academy, Texas. And Instagram, Elite Lash Convention. Excellent. And uh, Lucretia, any quotes that stick out to you or favorite books or podcast that, that you recommend to, to the Field of Dreams audience here? I recommend the Field of Dreams business podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I really don't have a favorite quote um, because I, 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 I say a lot. Um, I, I just, I, 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 don't, I, I don't. I don't have a favorite quote, but I do have a favorite um, somebody that I listen to, which is Les Brown for self-development. Um, all of his quotes are the best. Mm. So, so, so yes, I, I love, I love listening to Les Brown um, and real talk him. Fantastic. And then uh, what do you do for balance, Lucretia, being an entrepreneur? How do you find balance and personal and business? And, and that was a big question I wanted to ask you because I know you've been through the ringer and, and you've kind of found your why. What do you do to keep yourself grounded? I make sure I take at least one day off a week. Mm -hmm. I have to. If I don't, I will just, I mean, it'll just be, I'll, it'll be a rat race. But I make sure that I, I take at least um, one day off a week. Um, and I do, I, I make time for me. And even if it is just that one day, you, you have to. Because if you don't take care of yourself, I mean, you're you're no good for your business. Mm -hmm. Or anybody else. Yeah. Or anybody else. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Excellent. Well, Lucretia, we're at the 38-minute mark. Um, this was amazing. Um, I'm so grateful to have met you at, at uh, Felicia's conference. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to uh, just collaborating and creating strategic partnerships in the future. Yes. I hope you had some fun tonight. And I know, my, I, did. I know my audience got a lot of value bombs dropped by you. So I'll make <laughs> sure I share some of them after the show. Um, Thank you. Just appreciate your time. We're, we're rooting for you. And uh, I'm excited for to see what you can accomplish and the lives that you're making a difference here in DFW. And hopefully we can get you nationwide, right? That's a goal of yours. I hope so, yes. We're going to help make that happen. So, yeah, let us know what we could do for your 501c3. And uh, let's make it a great year. And uh, keep going after your, your business field of dreams. And thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, absolutely. We'll talk soon, Lucretia. All right. Talk soon. Bye. All right, guys. So that concludes episode number 28 uh, with Lucretia Stewart. She was fantastic. Hope you got some value bombs out of her experience. Uh, that was the Field of Dreams business podcast uh, hosted by Stephen Orfis right here. And uh, also uh, just want to thank you guys for spending time with us. You could be anywhere else and you're here on the show. You can listen on Apple, Google, Amazon, um, any of the podcast platforms. This will be uploaded um, within 24 hours. So Thank you all for joining us tonight and uh, look forward to episode 29 and stay tuned. Everybody uh, go achieve your business field of dreams.